This is part two of an in-depth profile on former Potomac student and current activist and music artist, Andre Peterson. Andre experienced homelessness towards the end of his time at Potomac. He spoke openly to me about his deep sense of responsibility for the loss of his home. Andre outlined the irresistible temptations and freedoms wedged in the gray zone between the southeast D.C. neighborhood he went home to every night and the school he attended all day. It was a bumpy transition and he was forced to pick between two worlds. Andre admitted that the choices he made partially contributed to the circumstances that eventually left him without a home and without a school. However, there was one piece missing from Andre's story. What did the school do to support this struggling student? I wanted the answer from Potomac's perspective. I spoke to Mr. David Grant, who had recently joined Potomac School around the time that Andre attended. Mr. Grant's new role was not specifically focused on helping students like Andre, so much of Andre's situation was out of Mr. Grant's control. However, he and Andre developed a close relationship, and Mr. Grant has some fascinating insights on how Potomac did or didn't help students from lower-income communities, as well as some ideas about the progress that Potomac has made. Back when Andre was here, um, there was a lot less of a focus on supporting anyone who didn't have a majority uh, identity here. Um, our, for example, our, our current resource center is way more developed than it was um, eight, ten years ago when Andre was here. Um, there's a lot more resources in terms of, and I'm not sure if um, Andre's academic profiles, I'm not sure if testing was something that he could have benefited from, but I know now that students who struggle academically, for whatever reason, there are some testing options that are available that I know weren't available back when he was here as a student. Mr. Grant was thankful that Andre confided in him. I had several conversations with Andre just about his struggles here and, and um, some of the things he, he kind of went through. Um, so that was nice that he was able to connect with me. I just wish there were more um, faculty that were here to support him mm -hmm. in that way. I know it would have helped him a lot. Making students like Andre feel as though they can fit in is all in the small details, the little joys that most high schoolers have access to and even take for granted. But in Andre's case, limited access to quintessential Potomac community events was another snag in his transition from home to school. Now we have special bus routes for like homecoming and the bonfire and other events where we didn't provide that. So if you were someone who lived further away from campus, often those students wouldn't choose to participate in some of those because there was no way to get here or back home after mm -hmm. the event. Um, so I know that I know that affected him um, on several occasions when he was here. Um, yeah. Technology is an essential part of the student experience at Potomac, yet access to tech resources was another simple oversight that had a profound impact on Andre. Back then, we knew everyone needed to have a laptop, but we didn't require it. And because we didn't require it, we never assisted in students getting the necessary equipment. Again, I'm not sure if he fell into that category, um, but it's a lot better now that we can help students make sure that the playing field is level and they have everything they need in terms of technology. And also at home, being uh, having the internet. Um, I know back in the day we had uh, more than a handful of students that didn't have access to the internet um, when they went home. 
so they were here until pretty late at night yeah. um, doing their work because they didn't have that option. Now, if we're aware of it, we definitely make sure students and families have uh, access to the internet. Um, also, in terms of parent conferences, um, because of COVID and other things, are we've been able to, like a lot of schools, be more flexible with um, scheduling parent conferences. It used to just be on one day. Now it's spread over two days. Now there's a Zoom option for parents who can't get here during the day. Um, back when Andre was a student, I know it was strictly from during the day, during these times, and if you weren't able to make it, you know, too bad. You just didn't have the opportunity to have the conversation about your son or daughter um, mm -hmm. and how they were doing here. Andre trusted Mr. Grant with some of the things that weighed on him. The two developed a close relationship. Andre struggled with issues specific to his unique situation outside of school, but he also grappled with questions of identity and authenticity like many high school students do. Except for him, the question of fitting in wasn't just limited to the tight-knit Potomac community. He had to figure out his place in the outside world, in the neighborhood he returned to every night after school, in the friends he left behind every morning on the way to this suburban enclave. Where did he belong? Um, I just kind of know through my conversations with Andre directly some of the things that he was going through. He would talk about it was just hard being his authentic self when he was here. He had to kind of uh, leave a big part of who he was at home when he was here. Mm -hmm. um, and I like to think of it as if you have a laptop and you have a bunch of programs running in the background, how it just slows things yeah. down and you're just using a lot of energy for other things rather than being fully present in a classroom, for example. I know that was a big thing for him. There was so much more going on for him that other students never had to deal with. Right. Um, that weighed heavily on him. Um, yeah. I know it did. Today, Potomac is proud of its plethora of affinity groups and diverse spaces, but... We didn't have a BSA back then, Black Student Alliance, or even any, any other affinity groups. Or the um, Surge or anything Yeah, like or that. Surge yeah. or anything where, you know, uh, and in our curriculum we had very little representation um, from marginalized communities in our curriculum. Mm -hmm. So it must have felt very isolated when he was here, yeah. which I know was kind of weighed on him a lot. And probably just that transition from here back to home, it was probably a completely different community and culture and environment. So. Very much so, very much so. Mr. Grant is grateful for Andre's contributions during his time at Potomac and for all of the steps that Potomac took to support students from different backgrounds in the future. He also acknowledges that there is plenty of room for progress. I hope uh, through Andre being so open with his life story that we continue to make adjustments, not only Potomac but other schools, especially independent schools, to really make our environments as inclusive as possible. That anyone who comes to our campus and is a part of our school can feel like they really, really belong. And we're really never going to know what we need to do unless students like Andre show the courage and um, vulnerability to kind of share their story. So mm -hmm. I personally really appreciate him and you for taking the time to really highlight it because those are the stories that make Potomac specifically do things to make this a much more inclusive environment. Yeah. That's um, awesome. and, and we do have a ways to go. I think we've done a lot of things over the last eight to ten years. We have a long way to go, but this is a, a terrific start.